Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 26 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So I hope you all had a chance to listen to last week's episode and my interview with Sonia Weyers. She really is a testament to the powers of personal development and how you can use them in your life and to pursue happiness. So this week's episode is on a topic that really gets my fire and energy going. And that is because I've experienced both a quarter and midlife crisis of sorts. The funny thing is when I went through my quarter life crisis, I had no idea that's what was happening. Back then, yes, I just used those horrible words. That was not a buzzword. I remember there was no social media to throw around such words either. Ah, such blissful and happier times. Anyway, it wasn't until I went through my own midlife crisis that I recognized I had previously gone through a quarter life crisis. And that is when I started putting the pieces together and really saw how they are connected and mirror each other. So the goal of this episode is to help you understand the amazing similarities between the two and some ways to help yourself avoid a midlife crisis, and if you are in one, to help you get out of it. I'll give you a hint. It all goes back to purpose. You see how I just build off previous episodes? That is by design, people. Anyone who knows me well knows that I'm pretty deliberate in what I do, and the wheels of planning are always spinning in my head. And just to further expand on that, at the end of this episode, I'll be sharing with you the details of my upcoming challenge, the Kick-Ass Weight Purpose Challenge, five days of declaring your purpose and ending your life crisis. I'm really excited about this challenge as it has been a project brewing in my mind for some time. My goal with everything I create is to always help others expand in life and be their absolute best. This challenge, no exception. All right, enough about that. To help you see the connection between the two crises, let me share with you my experience so you can see how this unfolds. So you have heard me talk about how I got involved in personal development before. At the age of 23, I found myself having lunch with some of my high school friends, none of whom were married or had kids, by the way. They were all talking about their new careers and exciting lives, and I knew it was just a matter of time before the conversation would come my way, and I was dreading it. When it did, it was an innocent question from one of my friends. So, what have you been up to? Now, in my mind, I was thinking, what the hell do you think I've been up to? I mean, I have two kids. Is it that hard to figure out? The thing is, I wasn't really annoyed with my friend at that moment. I was annoyed with myself. I realized in that instant that I couldn't give any answer that I wanted to give. I couldn't say, hey, I just read this really great book, or I'm taking this interesting class, Or even, I just got this great promotion at my job. I had become exactly what I always said I wouldn't be and put myself in a position that I never wanted to be in. The same when my mom was in all those years ago when my dad walked out on her. Completely dependent on someone else, my husband. 
Now, I love Rick, and he has always been a good provider for our family. But that didn't make me feel any better about myself. And that was never how I saw my life unfolding. The independent girl my mom had encouraged me to be was fighting to get out. So this was the moment I knew I had to change something. And you know the rest. The very next day, I found myself in the library in the self-help section. Because as we've talked about, in 1992, there was no internet. And personal development wasn't the it word of the day. The very first book I read was What Color Is Your Parachute by Richard Bowles because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And for me, a career was what I always wanted. Tess McGill in Working Girl and Madonna embodied everything I wanted to be in life. So this is when I became hooked on personal development. And as I've said before, I haven't looked back since. Now, I want you to remember one important thing from this as we will circle back in a bit. For me, a career was what I always wanted and I just didn't know what I wanted to do. This becomes important later on. This was clearly a quarter-life crisis for me. Here's what I was feeling at the time. Comparison complex, incredible self-doubt, frustration over unmet expectations, and the struggles of being a multi-passionate person, something I didn't even know there was a name for, but more on that in a minute. There's a smattering of other things, but these four core things are important. Here's why. Fast forward to 2014. In November of 2014, I lost my mom unexpectedly. Looking back, this event set off my midlife crisis because I realized that nobody's guaranteed tomorrow and I still hadn't accomplished anything that I really wanted to on a personal level. This included some things I had wanted to do for my mom and now no longer had that opportunity. So here I was, 45, about to turn 46, and what do you think I was feeling? Comparison complex, incredible self-doubt, complete frustration at this point over unmet expectations, and yes, still struggling with being a multi-passionate person. And to add to this, now I was of course much older and feeling the pressure of the stupid hourglass running out. Here's the thing. The one thing I did have the second time around that I didn't the first time was personal development. By now, I had been studying it for a while and knew myself a whole lot better and had a much better mindset. So I used this terrible loss and turned it into the catapult I needed to finally pursue some of the things I really wanted for myself in life, like finishing my degree and finally getting a job that paid me what I was worth, not to mention a dream trip to Italy with Rick. 2018 was a great year, and I really was satisfied for a while. I mean, actually content. I had overcome three of the four things that had been haunting me in life. The only thing still an issue was being multi-passionate. The problem is something was still missing. When I turned 50 in January last year, not going to lie, it sucked. And I couldn't figure out why. I never expected to feel this way. For me, age has never been a problem. Birthdays never bothered me. And after the great year I had, why did this one affect me so much? I was frustrated with myself at this point, and I couldn't tell anyone. And then I stumbled upon Marie Forleo's website. Marie is an entrepreneur and is the one who named exactly what I was, a multi-passionate person. She also made me realize that this was okay and a strength I could use. You see, that entrepreneurial bug that had bit me so long ago was still there. And the one thing still missing from my life was purpose. I just always knew I was meant to do something, something that would make a difference in people's lives. And because I still wasn't living my life as authentically as I could be, the level of satisfaction I craved still wasn't being met. 
So back to the drawing board. I quietly started the process that I described for all of you in episodes 23 and 24. And when I was able to come up with my vision and purpose statements, everything else just flowed. Finally, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and doing what I've probably always known that I should be doing, teaching personal development to others. Ah, the career I always wanted. Who knew I just had to create it for myself? There was no job out there that was going to work for me. Everyone has that one thing in life that tugs at them, makes them keep searching for the answer. And as I've said, that is where your purpose lies. Find that answer and then use it to benefit others. Now, let's look a little closer at the four core areas I talked about that really mark what a person who's going through a life crisis is dealing with, according to me anyway. First, the comparison complex. I put this first because this is really the first thing you start doing. You feel this crisis set in because of a lack of satisfaction with your life, which we now know is a lack of purpose. But instead of recognizing that, you immediately start looking at what others have achieved by now. You know your peers. This is a big mistake and yet so easy to do. For me, it was the career thing. For others, it is getting married and starting a family. They may have the career but are missing the relationship in their lives that they really want. And there are many other things that people are craving in life. Once we go down the rabbit hole of comparison, it is hard to see your way out. If you get nothing else out of this episode, remember this. Stop comparing yourself to people who are on a different journey than you. We are all on our own path, period. The comparison complex, of course, leads to self-doubt and a lack of self-worth. You're thinking, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just get my shit together? Why do I feel like I'm always taking one step forward and two steps backward? You start to doubt your ability to ever get where you want to be, to finally find your happiness in life, to feel like you are aligned with your spirit and that nagging voice inside saying, hey, you're not on the right path yet. Third is the complete frustration and disappointment of unmet expectations. As bad as the other two are, this one can be crushing. We are all our own worst critics. Sure, there are many family members like parents who had certain expectations for us that we in their eyes didn't live up to, but those pale in comparison to the ones we set for ourselves. We just think that we should be at a certain place in our lives at a certain date, and damn it, if we're not there, the level of frustration just gets higher and higher with each passing year. It slowly eats away at you. And sometimes you can't name what that exact frustration even is. It is just this steady feeling underneath the surface that never really goes away. Finally is being a multi-passionate person. Look, I'm not a jealous person by nature. I'm just not. But growing up, especially in high school, you know the time when people are deciding what they're going to do beyond school? I was definitely envious. Envious of those people who just always knew what they wanted to be always knew the direction they were going, who knew their purpose early on. For me, this has probably been the hardest thing to overcome. I'm passionate about so many things, art, writing, teaching, learning, helping others, travel, being an entrepreneur, you name it. So it is really hard to choose one direction when your heart and spirit are pulled in so many. You always feel like you are leaving one thing behind when you choose something else. And it never fails, but that one thing will always come back knocking at the door and be like, hey, you forgot about me. So it's really hard to feel like you have to make this choice to decide that this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. 
The reality is we can choose again and again, but you do have to start somewhere. So when you put all these four things together, they are paralyzing to the individual going through this. And everyone experiences these types of crisis differently, but they all come back to the same thing, the same underlying driver, a lack of purpose. Here's the thing. People who go through a quarter life crisis and haven't figured out the purpose part will most likely go through a midlife crisis as well. That is why I say they are related. For me, I figured out some things during my quarter life crisis by using personal development the best way that I could at the time. And it was enough to satisfy me for a while. And you know, life gets busy and you get caught up in the everyday and turn your focus to other things, right? The seeker in you comes out in waves throughout your life. And it usually takes some significant event or one person saying just the right thing to you or even a milestone birthday that makes that wave of seeking crest. And that is when your lack of purpose shows because there's no anchor for you and no amazing surfing skills, if you will, to ride out that wave with enthusiasm, knowing that this time in your life can be used to benefit your purpose. Instead, that lack of purpose brings out all of the comparison complex issues, the self-doubt and frustration over unmet expectations, leaving you in crisis mode instead of growth mode. And here's another important thing to mention that I really got hung up on. Your purpose does not have to be your career. That was a huge roadblock for me. You can use your purpose in a volunteer situation or as a hobby or even as a sidekick that may one day become your career or not. You decide. Your purpose can be used anywhere you have the opportunity to use it. I taught Sunday school for a number of years and loved every minute of it. I also did hundreds of volunteer hours for my kids' schools. So the teaching part and artistic part of me was always being nurtured in some way, as was my ever-growing passion for personal development. I think this is why I was able to move past my quarter-life crisis and maintain, if you will, for so long until the midlife crisis showed up. I had all the pieces of my purpose in my life in some fashion. I just hadn't put them all together and therefore named my purpose out loud. This is what makes the difference. Putting your purpose into a clear statement and pairing that with your vision statement is what will set you apart in life and help you to achieve at levels you didn't think were possible. This is all because of the incredible direction you have now given yourself. So if you're looking for some ways to help you decide your purpose, go back to episode 24 and listen to it again. Use the worksheet I provided on my website to help you. And if you're really serious about taking this incredible step in your life, then join me in my upcoming purpose challenge. It will be starting on August 24th. It will last for five days and be a combination of email and live Facebook trainings just to help you put all of the pieces together. Plus, it'll be a lot of fun and you'll have the camaraderie of other like-minded people who are seeking the same thing in life you are. Our combined energy will move mountains, so to speak, and could be the very thing you've been missing in life. It's super reasonable with a price tag of $17 and comes with a lot of bonuses and special incentive to complete the challenge. You can find all the information on my website under the challenge tab. I am super stoked to come along on this journey with you. Most importantly, you are never too old or too young to choose your purpose. The world needs you to declare it and live your purpose to its fullest. This is the best way to live life authentically. Being able to help others move forward in life is one of the most rewarding things for me to do, especially when all it takes is one mindset shift and one focused purpose to create a lifetime of satisfaction and contentment. 
That is a wrap, my friends. I hope you will take the energy from this episode and use it to catapult your life or help someone else catapult theirs. Have a great week and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. <laughs>